Hey Rollers, this is Josh. If you're a nerd like us, you should check out our Patreon. We have bonus QPR content, like what Eek and Emberlin are doing while the party continues their adventure, Solinar first getting into an Ilarian gang, or how Boat got into the professional wrestling circuit. Thank you so much. We're only able to record QPR with the support of listeners like you. Check us out at patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers. I honest... <laughs> what the hell was that? Is there a ghost? It's a bug, probably. I think Alex was just attacked. Oh, she's haunted. Alex is haunted for sure. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Well, howdy, listeners. Welcome to the Daily Cryer Listening Show, where all the news and varying and beyond can make its way right to you. Eureka! My mostly metal friend here has been making a strong recovery for the most part in the last few days. He even started talking again, in small bursts. We've settled on Aoa for a name, as that's what flashes over their eyes whenever I ask. I have a feeling parts of their memory will take longer than others to refresh. Oh, uh, hey there. I was just starting the recap. How did you know how to fix me? Oh, I, uh... Well, fortunately, um, I'm familiar with your design. Uh, though I don't think I'll have anything here powerful enough to fully recharge you. Um, I, I am capable of making those repairs. Studio is the wrong kind of lab for this work. I am tired. Humans are exhausting. Ooh, don't I know it. Party just got through a puzzling room to find a platinum headpiece to a dragon statue. And while this trinket sits heavy in their hands, another shared weight showed itself in turn. You know, I knew a doctor who talked about rumbles before. Those are those awkward conversations that never really have a, a good time to start, but still need to happen. Well, this party rumble was long overdue. While it is easy to get lost in ideals, especially in their line of work, I do hope this rumble is uh, the first of many. Although its location may not be the best for it as, uh, chittering and clanking somethings lurk in the halls just around them. Let's see what this door Johannes is open will lead the party. Remember, take accountability. Speak from a place of kindness. And always be curious, not judgmental. And as always, y'all take care now. Johannes, after after you guys had recovered that odd platinum piece, uh, you heard some suspicious footsteps and made your way out away from them. After taking a bit of a roundabout turn on one of the mechanized walkways, you found yourself at a platform which contained a doorway. Johannes opened the doorway with no thoughts or feelings for his own safety. And empty. And it, the door swings open. 
Johannes, you're going to see that this room is almost like a study, cozy with an unlit brazier standing in the center of the room, surrounded by aged but welcoming plush chairs. Elaborate carved bookshelves stand as silent guardians to the hundreds of long untouched tomes packed within them. Along the walls are brightly colored paintings and tapestries, showing copper dragons and their priests in various scenes of glory, mirth, and peace. A mahogany chessboard is set up in the corner. However, most notably, there is an odd door-like structure that is along the far wall. I say door-like structure for a reason, okay? It's not a door, or at least you don't think it's a door. <laughs> it's elaborate in stone and stands before inlaid with three crystalline gems that somewhat glow. A cyan, a magenta, and a yellow. Ooh. I feel some sort of deja vu, but I'm going to go and if I could have the torch, light this brazier. <laughs> if it's just, if it just looks like a door, I bet Wiley Coyote painted it there before we got here. <laughs> I light Did, the brazier. Is is there a, is there a black gem in that door? Because that's nope. about all we're missing to have a complete toner cartridge set. Oh, now we need to, you know, it's CMYK and the K stands for kill. So we need to kill this door like structure. Would oh, you God. like to go investigate the door like structure? Uh, Solinar, before investigating a door like structure, would like to investigate some of these book-like structures. All right, since Johannes has lit the brazier, the room lights up warmly and comfortably, Ooh. meaning that you guys don't need your light sources at the moment. Wow, so warm and comfortable. I don't it's even delightful. need this light source. Here you go, flames. All right, so what are you browsing for in the books? Wait, you guys just told me I need to stop lighting things on fire. What am I doing? <laughs> I said little fires are fine. Fires is a solution to problems. Look, uh, there's a little nuance here. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. This fire is fine. Remind me at some point if I haven't told you guys the story of the arson house Josh and I found while house hunting that I need to tell you about the arson house. Also, really quick, um, just just for, for the posterity episode, um... <laughs> It's pronounced brazier. Oh, not brazier. Not brazier. No, it's brazier like <laughs> Fraser. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, yeah. I, I was also aware of this. There, I like the idea that there's like a like an old timey bra just sitting there <laughs> that we've set on fire. <laughs> That's what I've been imagining. I, just I was see. wondering why Gabe was smiling so much. I need to roll an arcana check on your brazier. <laughs> That's why I was <laughs> emphasizing my uh, my pronunciation so much because it gave me joy to see Gabe crying. So so I also thought it was brazier and that the bras were brassier. <clears throat> I thought it. Wait, so I'm kind of lost now. Which is it? It's, it's brazier, apparently. Brazier. Okay. Big metal fire pot. Yeah, that's why it's called Dairy Queen and Brazier mm -hmm. because they they char grill the the meats there. I'm sorry. Yeah. It dairy when has it ever been called Dairy Queen and Brazier? It depends. It's if it offers hot food, it's a Dairy Queen and Brazier. If it just offers ice cream, I it's that just was a Dairy Queen and Gill. Dairy Gil. Queen and Grill. <laughs> it every, used to be every, called Dairy Queen and Brazier. 
every Dairy Queen that serves hot food has a guy behind the counter whose name is Gil. And he's like, oh, hey there. Uh, would you like me to make some food for you or... My parents really liked the yeah. economic system in Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, t- 14 things you didn't know about Dairy Queen. Those brazier signs you used to see on Dairy Queen sometimes, they showed what type of DQ it was. Brazier type DQ stores sell hot dogs and hamburgers and other hot foods in addition to the usual frozen treats. The name brazier, though, has been phased out of most signage. Your local DQ could be a brazier and you don't even know it yet. Oh my god, I haven't checked. Braziers <laughs> in my Dairy Queen? More likely than you think. Mm-hmm. I'm telling y'all, we're really pushing for this educational tag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're really crushing it on the education. <laughs> you are gonna listen to Quid Pro Roll, guys, and let your kids listen to Quid Pro Roll. They'll learn Don't, so hey, much. Here's something. Dude, no, no doubt was formed at a Dairy Queen in 1986. Eric Yo! Stefani and Greg, Greg Spence met while working at a Dairy Queen and often talked about starting a band together. They finally did and looped in a bunch of other musicians to round out the group. That's hecking so, awesome. So Gwen Stefani is the music industry's Dairy Queen. Yes. I, I just want to say Gwen Stefani for, like, no one's better. No one's better. Yeah, no doubt. This is one of this is one of the Thank rare you. times where Alan and I agree on something musically. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm here for it. The largest really DQ is located in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. I covered just a girl with my one hit blunders band in high school called uh, what were we called? Fujis and Funyuns. And uh, we all wore like fake mustaches. Band. We also wore fake mustaches and jorts as a joke. Like, hey, look how funny and silly looking we are. And now look at me. <laughs> now that's just who you are. <laughs> hey, what were mustaches? we doing? You are a sentient mustache that wears jorts. I know. Mustaches and jorts. Not even once. <laughs> <laughs> you know how when you start doing something ironically and, you know, now you're just doing it. I'm going to be I'm going to be one of those like don't do drugs commercial guys. Don't like, do shorts. <laughs> when I was in Fuji's and Funyuns. <laughs> OK, back to uh, the game. <laughs> I, I believe I was asked what kind of books I was looking for. And I think given everything else we've learned about uh, Copper Dragons, I think Solonar is looking for a book on how to throw the most banging parties. All right. Oh, look, you found a pronunciation guide. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first you fill your abode with brassiers. Your abaday with brassiers. (laughs) Yeah. Abood. So you're going to find two books in the section that appear to be the party section. Actually, no, you find three. There's a party section? What appears to be the party section. It's all about us. The QPRD section. Uh, no, that's that's a, there's another book that I would throw in there other than these. Um, one, 101 Party Games. Number two, Mixers and You, A Comprehensive Guide to Alcohols and Their Different Mixtures. And three, A Life on Stage, The Memoirs of Bradley Chattington. Does any of us recognize the name Bradley Chattington? Does anybody recognize the name Bradley Chattington? Uh, roll history, guys. Roll for Bradley Chattington. I'm gonna say that oh Solonar at least God, flips this book open. <laughs> I'm not even rolling. Forget that. Can I? Does he have a real history, or can I just say things? 
Uh, so he was supposed to be a bard of some renown, but other than that, knock yourself out, my guy. Well, oh, have you come to the right person? Bradley Chattingtonson was the person who I looked up to a lot when I was a wee lad. I used to put posters of him all over my room. And then I would hide them behind the posters of other posters that I didn't like as much so that my parents wouldn't know that I was into Bradley Chattingtonson because they didn't want me to be. But then when they leave, I'd pull this little string and all the other posters would come down. It's just Bradley and me. And we would talk about all sorts of things, which is good because he's really famous for talking about things. He's the first ever person to do stand-up jokes, which are now called comedy. But back then, he just called them jokes. And he would occasionally do things like he would go in front of the audience and he'd make a charcuterie board out of different types of meats and cheeses. And then he'd hit it with a hammer to explode and people would laugh because there'd be cheese all over their faces. And then he would say funny things like, hey, well, would you, you know, have you ever tried that uh, boat food when you go over? Oh, man. Well, seasickness uh, might as well be sea legs. I don't know. I can't remember his deliveries. They were really good. And then and then he he was just a really famous bard for saying things mostly funny, but sometimes a little sad because he died. Well, it sounds like, you know, a lot about his professional life and Solinar pulls the book out and holds it towards Johannes. Would you like to know more about his personal life? <gasps> oh, my gosh. Do you think that it will tell me about how he used to be really good at squash? Maybe. I, uh, was, is that a thing? Oh, chapter five, squash. <laughs> All right, add the memoirs of Bradley Chattington to your inventory. Uh, I think Solinar is going to take both of the other books. Yeah, the very redundantly named uh, Liquor Book and the 101 Party Games book. Yes. Add those to your inventory. All right, Koza, uh, what are you, you doing, buddy? Can you give me the very uh -huh. redundantly named liquor book name again so I can write it appropriately? It was uh, Mixers and You, A Comprehensive Guide to Alcohols and Their Different Mixtures. What? So what else was there to see in this room? Uh, so weird door thing, bookshelves, big fire pits, Lots of paintings, dragon chess board. Is the, are the pieces set up on the dragon chess board? They are. As you're going towards that, like, can, I, can I real quick just throw this in? Can that book be called Mixing Drinks with Mixed Results? Oh, yeah, that's a way better title. That is so much better. There's the chess. You said the chess board was set up? Yes. Was it like in the middle of a game or is it like just set up to start a game? It's set up to start a game. Okay. Um, and then was the weird door thing the thing we went through or is it a different door thing? It's it's not a door that you can tell. It looks like more the impression of a door. Uh, so it is not the one you came through. The one you came through is fairly simple. Can I look at this impression of a door more closely? Sure. The three stones that you see, which are in the shape of orbs, are connected by a triangle of grooves. It looks like the orbs themselves can be moved inside the grooves, but they cannot be removed. Around the triangle are four circular slots with the elvish sim- Do you speak elvish? Let's find out. I do. 
with the elvish symbols for earth, sky, life, and a symbol that has been scratched up. Um, let me get my paper and write down some words. Um, what were those words again? Earth, earth sky, sky life. life, and roll. roll, roll. Ooh, earth. Snuffle's language. Yeah, sky. and by their powers combined, he is roll Captain roll. Planet. He is <laughs> Captain Planet. <laughs> Captain and the, are those Captain on, Innsmouth. Are those on the orbs or not on the orbs? No, those are around the triangle. Around the triangle. Are the orbs all the same or are they different? There's one that's cyan, one that's magenta, and one that is yellow. I'm going to move the cyan one to the sky. The So, the triangle of the gems... And then the four symbols are around it. You can't move the gem to the symbol itself. Gotcha. Okay. Do the gems like, does the whole like panel rotate? No, but you can get each of the gems to interact with one another. There is a groove down the center and a groove that connects across it. Wait, you said it's a triangle, right? Uh, yes. So where's the fourth word? (laughs) Is it is it like the words are like north, west, south, east around yes. the triangle? Oh, yes. okay. They're not like on the th- sides of the triangle. I'm going to guess the other word is death just because we're, we're it's thematic. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to just like fiddle around with the orbs and see what kind of feels I get from them. All right, so what do you mean by fiddle around with them? Just kind of move them around, see how they feel as they move around. So they slide very simply and very easily. They move smoothly as if they've been moved through these grooves a million times before. As you begin to move, as you start moving them, um, each of the orbs will start glowing brighter. I'm going to try to move each orb so that it's in its brightest position. They glow brighter, but it does not appear to be reactive to where they are. It appears only to be reactive to the fact that they are being engaged with. Okay. And this also, it does cease. Like, it doesn't just continue getting brighter and brighter and brighter until you're essentially staring into a supernova. Yeah, no, I gotcha. Is there anything else in this room that, like, has a similar motif to the the orbs and the words? Roll perception. That is going to be a 10. You think there must be something because there's something that feels like it's missing here, but that's really all you've got. I wonder what this weird, what this, um, this puzzle could mean. I, I, it feels like it should refer to something, but, but I'm not sure what. Oh, I think I can help here. Uh, let's see. That one says life and that one says sky. And that one says earth. And then this this isn't a word. I mean, you could probably tell that by how it's scratched out. But yeah, that's that's not a word or anything. Right. I, I've got all that. Oh, you can read Elvish? E- yes. Oh. It, it, it was part of my schooling. Uh, Solinar says something to the equivalent of my man, but in Elvish. And then like puts up a hand for a high five. That would be Bellon, and yeah. And Johannes says, Bellon, and goes to that and takes the high five. (laughs) 
God, I love the idea of like Tolkien elves eventually developing to the level that like modern lingo and vernacular. So there are like, you've got Glorfindel being like, Belon! And then, then they do that cool bro hug thing. According to the uh, funtranslations.com elvish translator, in Sindarin, it would be Ninadon. Ninadon. Yep. Ninadon sounds like a weird dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Ninadon sounds like an insult. Well, Somebody you... said that to me. I mean, what did you call me? Oh, here, let me look in Kenya. In in, in Kenya, Elvish, it's Mime Ruatan. That is way too many syllables mm-hmm. for that word. My man, a man, a man, a man. <laughs> My age I of mean, man. <laughs> I mean, they've got plenty of time to say stuff like that. They live so long. That's true. I'm going to have everybody uh, roll perception again. Instead of rolling perception, I, Solinar wants to see if... So we can rotate the orbs around the triangle track, right? You can also move them uh, across the uh, the center to parts of the track. So they can be rearranged. They can be rearranged. But there's not like... this When you say the center two parts, it's not like I can pull one and move it towards sky or move it towards earth. That is correct. I can just like rearrange them on the triangle. Yes. Okay. I've got to stop putting Silent Hill-esque visual puzzles in our audio medium game. Now, are we sure the words are right? Are we sure it's not like courage, power, and wisdom that it represents? (laughs) What's the fourth one? Ganon. (laughs) Uh, Ganon's power. Dank beats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the fourth part of the Triforce of the Courage. Fo- the upside the f- down yes, triangle inside. The fourth inside. part of the Triforce. Yeah, the fourth the part of the Triforce down is the upside down yeah, triangle. In the middle. Yeah. What, what part? It has four right in the middle of the word. What? What? I don't. Yeah, what exactly. You're about this. <laughs> yeah, the, tri- the Triforce. <laughs> the, the fourth part. The fourth part is pretty much exclusively yeah. just fairy fountain. Yeah. The the fourth triangle is what <laughs> links them all together. Beautiful. It's just the laughter of that fairy fountain in Ocarina of Time. I loved all the laughing in that game. Speaking of laughing. Hey, listen, (laughs) we need to get back to this. (laughs) So I think what I think what I want to do is arrange it so that the cyan. Wait, you just showed me in what order the letters were. Can I look at that diagram one more time? Okay, so for the audience's benefit, we've got Earth at the bottom, we've got Sky at the top, we've got Death on the left, well, D, we presume Death, and uh, Life on the right. I I wrote the diagram based off of you guys saying what you presumed it was. Yeah, that's what I figured. So if we presume these things to be true, uh, then Solonar's going to put Cyan in the top position, which is, I think, what Koza was trying to do in the first place. And then... Hey, um, real quick. Yeah. If this doesn't work, I'm gonna be Cyan. (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Oh, man. I wish you could have seen his excitement at his horrible joke. It was amazing. It it was way better than the joke, honestly. (laughs) And then he's gonna put uh, magenta on the bottom right of hey, the triangle. Hey, hey real quick. 
<laughs> this doesn't work. I'm gonna be magenta. <laughs> what? You're gonna be. I'm sorry. You're gonna be what? That one was good. I love that one. I couldn't tell he was laughing too hard at his own dumb joke. Guys, that you one, can't, that listeners, you pinnacle. can't see this. Chapman is legitimately turning red. He's turning magenta. He is no. legitimately he's turning he's magenta. changing colors. Turning at his magenta. Own joke. Yeah, no, that one was great. Keep going, keep going. What's that last position? What's that last color? So Rule of threes, mag- baby. <laughs> magenta oh, on Where you put the, that other one? The bottom right of the triangle and then yellow on the bottom left of the whoa, triangle. Whoa, 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 too fast. If this, <laughs> Do it. If this doesn't work, I'm gonna be yellow. <laughs> Yellow, <laughs> and it was all Yank. yellow. So Yank, you, you ain't gotta be yellow. We we got plenty of courage to go around here. So you shift the orbs around. Don't spit that drink. Feeling that and drink. <laughs> feeling the exhaustion of the deities that hold the fabric of the universe together, and nothing happens. Damn it. Oh, you gotta do them. You gotta do all the colors. Come on, man. <laughs> Let's see it. Boat, you want to help them out here, buddy? So there's three colors and there's three positions, right? Yes. So I think there's only nine combinations. Am I doing that right? I don't know. You're an engineer. <laughs> there's there I'm might be an invisible upside down triangle in the middle. A fourth one. Where's yeah. K? It's three cubed, so it's more than nine. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's that's where it's gone wrong. Um, it's twenty-seven possible combinations, right? Yeah. Or am what? I still? We I'm could... not good at math, but I am an engineer. Just <laughs> not good at math. I don't want to drive over any bridges you build. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's twenty-seven either, because I think. Three times three would be three squared, which is nine. There's, nine. There's like times no way it's not twenty-seven. Oh, I'm not bu- driving yeah. over any bridges you build either, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing I don't build anything but server bridges. Whoa, I'm not driving Cheetah. over the internet anytime soon. All right. Speaking of, vroom, vroom. what are we doing with this thing? I'm- all right, let's. All right. So, all right, what was it? Sky, what were the what were the words? Refresh me. Sky, earth, life, and and okay. And so we have no idea what that word is. I mean, you you've probably figured it out does, through context does, clues, but yeah. yeah. Is the scratched out area like appropriate for the elvish word for death? It is. Okay. okay. All right. Um, so you put dead things in the earth. Um, um, which is part of the circle of life, right? And the sky is above us, and, and it's a cyan. <laughs> yeah, unless unless the atmospheric makeup of Virion is different, and the sky is not blue. What if the blue that you're seeing is only blue because you learned that color is blue, but I'm seeing a different color, and I learned it from a different name, but I, but I was told it's blue. Koso's um, frustrated that he can't figure out this puzzle and goes and sits down at the chessboard. No, no, Johannes, we've proven this one in Magic Academies because you can use clairvoyance and scrying 
to look through the eyes of another person and perceive the colors that they are perceiving, and you perceive them as the same colors as you're perceiving. So colors are, in fact, accurate. Well, to an extent, there's a little bit of some debate about how accurate your vision on color definition is. And it seems like uh, women have a better time identifying specific shades of colors. But I also think that's got something to do with women paying more attention to those things because of things like clothing and makeup. Oh, oh my God, you just, you solved the puzzle. Alita, you're gonna know colors better than us. <laughs> what? Alita like kind of turns from like fiddling around with a bookshelf. Oh, Johannes runs up and uh, grabs her and pulls her over to the puzzle. Uh, look, um, look at these colors. You see them better than we do. They are colors. Mm -hmm, um, they... This one's kind of greenish blue. This one's kind of a pinky purple color, and this one's yellow. I'm officially convinced that Alita doesn't know color theory. Someone with dark vision should look at them, because they see a different slice of the spectrum from the rest of us, so they might well, be able to pick up on some kind of radiation from these that we don't. Well, for me to see these with my dark vision, I need to not be able to see them with my normal vision. Put on some sunglasses. I don't wear sunglasses indoors, even if I owned any, which I don't. <laughs> Solinar's too cool for the room. I Maybe. change the location of the two bottom colors. I flip them. Okay. So when you say you flip them, are you going to like move them so that they don't touch? Or are you going to just kind of like try to force them past oh, each other? I'm just pushing them past each other because then the colors can run and they'll move to the other side. So you're making it so that they touch. Um, sure. All right. So, and you said the two at the bottom. Yeah, which, which is the were yellow magenta and magenta. Yellow. Yep. Mm -hmm. So you're going to take those two and slide them in so that they intersect. And while at no real point are they able to move past each other, they are going to create where from where they've impacted they're going to make this like really resonant red color. And the word earth is going to light in that red color. Wow. Did you guys hear that? That sounded awesome. I'm going to throw some more of these at each other. And I pushed the magenta at the blue or at the cyan. So the magenta and the cyan <laughs> together. And from where they clicked together, which I'm going to say is the opposite side of the previous color, because the color stays in the orb, is going to create a blue color, which is then going to have the word for sky glow in that similar blue. Whoa. Does, does the earth stay lit after lighting sky? It does. I'm um, going gonna, gonna to put this, look at this blue one now on this uh, magenta one. Not the yeah, cyan on magenta. The okay. cyan on magenta you already did. That's how you made the blue. But what if I did it with the yellow and the cyan? Sounds pretty green to me. Let's see what happens <laughs> this time, folks. You're going to take them and you're going to crack them together, which is going to light up the word for life. Whoa. We should live oh. our lives more green. Koza's going to hop up seeing this happen because he's just figured it out. Um, oh, oh, I, I, I see. 
so he uh, moves the colors, like the orbs. So basically, like the two colors that make the color of the side. Oh wait, there's not three. Never mind. I push them all towards each other in the middle. So you're going to take each of them, and as each of the colors that you mixed touch, it turns the center a purplish black. Whoa. Which is then going to cause whatever remains of the final word to glow. The entire triangle is going to invert itself and sink slightly into the into the wall before sinking down in its entirety. No, my art! Revealing a single silver mirror about the size of a dinner plate. <gasps> Wait a minute. The glowing. art was us all along. Glowing orbs, an inverted triangle. This is the work of the Illuminati. <laughs> I don't think that the gnomes would have been here, but we'll, we'll find out. The Illuminomi. Pull out a pull out a Tinkerhaven coin, and you immediately see the same symbol on the back of it, really small. And then you hear the um, X-Files theme begin to play. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Alan, it's the oh. Illuminati. Thank you so much. G. And what plays is the Y-Files theme. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we see a, a, a mirror. You said it was silver? Yes. Ooh. Alita! Yeah? This I'm mirror, this mirror, oh, sorry. <laughs> I, threw, I was looking at you in the mirror and you seem further away, but you're standing right next to me like you are in the mirror, but the you in the mirror is further away, so I thought, I'm sorry. So my point is, is that this mirror is silver and you are also silver. She kind of looks at her hand. I know you mean I'm a silver dragon priestess but I want so badly to say that I'm more of a peachy color. Well, it's a good thing that you said it then, but what what should we do with this beautiful silver mirror in the dragon temple? Mm, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I have, she holds up the mirror pendant. I have this. And when she lifts the mirror pendant and the light of the mirror pendant hits the light of the silver mirror, you hear sort of a soft scream. You know, the longer we're here, the less I like this place. I was getting really excited about art, but I think somebody is very not happy right now. Is this a mirror about the same size as Alita's mirror? No, Alita's mirror pendant is about the size of your palm. Okay, so this is like a big mirror. This is like a dinner plate. Dinner plate. Okay, so it's like a medium mirror. Yeah. Um, can I reach out and touch the mirror? You can. That, what, what did the strange noise come from? But was that yelling from this, this mirror? And Koza, like, as he says that, reaches out and, like, touches the edge of the mirror. All right. I need you to make a wisdom save. Oh, I'm not going to pass. God, I'm, pass. I'm so I glad know. I didn't touch that mirror. Yeah. I'm so happy I did touch this mirror. And, I, hope, uh, I hope after whatever happens, you'll have a chance to reflect on your decision. 
Um, well, that's a nine. <laughs> Whatever happens, he's going to be magenta. <laughs> okay. Well done, Gabriel. Oh, oh my God. So, as you reach out and make and contact with the mirror, the mirror's surface ripples as if you're touching the surface of a pond. In your own reflection, your face transforms into an odd mask. Your human normal face, your human variant face doesn't change, but the face in the mirror does. And you feel yourself sink into your own consciousness. You are no longer in control of your body. Ding dong, bing bong. Who's bringing you this episode of Quid Pro Roll today? Well, it's the delightful people at our Patreon, including Kira Mays. Thank you so much. Marion Klatt, you are awesome. I'm like so grateful that you exist. Uh, Natalia Pearson, you're heckin' awesome. I like never seen a more awesome person. Olivia Latham, you're the best. Thank you. Sean Britton. I am in debt to you. I owe you a life debt and or a beer. Your choice. Uh, Sith Lord Dippy. Man, I couldn't have dippied without you. And I'm really thankful. Wolf Daddy 72. I'm God, I'm so happy you're here. Thank you, Daddy. And yes, Mountain. Yes, Mountain. These are awesome. You, you guys are great. Thank you for making Quid Pro Roll possible. I, like, literally, I'm, I'm so grateful. So, thank you from me. I'm Alon, and I'm thanking you on the post-roll, making it too long, and Gabe is gonna be mad at me. But I love you so much, I couldn't do it without you. Thank you. Cliffhanger. I Look, thought, he's back on top of the rig. I honestly thought with Chapman's love of Stargate, this whole situation was going in a different direction when I, the mirror started to ripple. I was I was thinking, like, isn't this like a Stargate episode? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure there was a Stargate episode with a mirror in it. <laughs>